So why would a sports video group host a conference in Silicon Valley and invite audio video engineers? Let's talk about it. Hey everybody, welcome back to Tim and Tim Talk event production. My name is Tim Kay, executive producer of Argus HD, where we do event TV and broadcast. And with me, of course, Tim Kerbavas. Tim, great to see you. He's a technical director at Talon Audiovisual. Tim, how are you today? Doing great. I'm in my uh, summer Hawaiian vest, even though it's winter and rainy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, you know, you pull it off in any seasons. You're probably one of those guys that shows up to show in flip-flops because you just, you, you lose that coolness about you, which is, by the way, I'm glad you don't charge for it because clients wouldn't be able to afford it. That's the swag you bring to the shows. I, I don't know. It's just the drape <laughs> swag. And I got to get the, uh, the pipe and drape all pinned up just nice. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, listen, hey, thanks, everybody, for, for the viewers that have been tuning in. We really appreciate your support. We really like the questions that you've been asking. And, of course, if you just found us, thanks so much. Make sure to check out our archive where we've talked about a host of different subjects. On this one, Tim, tables are turning a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. So we're... We've talked about events that we've produced. We've talked about events we've attended. And today, I wanted to ask you about an event that you attended. And I'm yeah. super jealous because I could not go. I had a conflict. Mm. And I am really bummed from looking at the lineup. Tell me about this conference that you went to and why. Did it I feel like, out. by the way, you, did you really miss out when I was texting you updates throughout the show? And then I was literally. Great. Yeah, I was literally like loading out a show and I'm getting these texts from Tim and it's like, look at this great speaker. I'm like, ah, I want to be there. <laughs> Next time we should just live stream it to the channel and we could do commentary over it. It was actually not. I'm really glad to focus and enjoy it. So, Tim, what was this event that I'm so jealous I couldn't come to? Tim, put your seat put your seatbelt on right now. Let's get. I got these acronyms. This was SVVS, which was the Silicon Valley Video Summit, run by SVG Sports Video Group. Are you with me? We got a lot of S's and a lot of V's, but I think I'm following. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not your favorite Scrabble words here. So um, this event was interesting, right? So what is a sports video group? doing running a Silicon Valley event, which is really targeted towards the, um, the, the technical sector or the, the businesses in Silicon Valley having nothing to do with sports. Uh, I love the sports background. That's actually my background working in 10 years with sports. And it really lays like you and I are in the right space right now, Tim, by transitioning over to here. Transition. We've been here for a while now, but this is really, uh, there's so much technology. There's so much event AV uh, research, R&D, there's many exciting ways to communicate. And a lot of these, um, not, I was almost at venues, excuse me, a lot of these these businesses essentially have studios built into them. Whereas before it was, you know, you had to go to a, a facility, basically every one of these places, um, you know, Google, Microsoft, you name the tech company, they have a little studio space built in. This was a conference bringing all of these producers together to talk technology. It's really interesting you talk about that where there's this video and AV that are really becoming one and the same. And one of the things really, that I've talked yeah. about, you know, in, in some of my blog posts and some of our conversations is that our industry and particularly where you and I sit on this nexus of the interim AV experience and the video broadcast experience is is really 
um, we're drawing from two distinct but overlapping traditions, right? The in-room event experience yep. is coming from a theater tradition. We use words and concepts and roles from, from theater. And then we have the broadcast side. The live streaming is coming from television. We use words and roles and models of television. And we're, yeah. you know, in this space, uh, both your company, my company, and our peers in this space are overlapping the theater and the television experiences and the people and we've talked a little bit before yeah. about how some of those words kind of get confusing because there there's different vocabulary in those spaces but it's really interesting 100%. to see a conference really about that concept of bringing those worlds together and the, and the walls are coming down between these two whether it's av whether it's broadcast you you really kind of have to be it's very rare to just only be one you really have to understand all of it and when you can offer that service to your client or to the production it's really a seamless offering. So this is really what they were targeting for was these folks, the, as you said so eloquently, the blurring of the lines between, you know, event AV and broadcast. And so who were these people? I mean, you talked about some of these potential clients and some of these kind of stakeholders, but, but who was in the room and, and who is this event really for and, and what were they getting out of it? Yeah, yeah. So I went there, Tim, really sort of with an open mind and not really knowing what to expect. I looked at this. I looked at the agenda. I gave it a quick once over. I said, great. This looks fantastic. Uh, and then when I got there, it, it, it really it met all of my expectations. Very happy. But also with that, right, I don't need to necessarily dial into every part of it. So the beginning part where I believe, let me see here, where they talked about, you know, oh, Semti, you know, 210. Fantastic technology, what they're doing, completely not relevant to where I am currently in my space. That's probably when I was starting to, to tweet you at, at some of those points there, Tim. But uh, really, when for me, what really captured 100% of my attention, and I'm really glad that they spent uh, time in, it's like when they went into the digital first, when they sort of talked about the transformation of live event technology, because that is, that's A, Tim, what our show's about. B, Tim, I think that's kind of like what our careers are about. And really to see us as an industry taking stage and hearing the ideas. It was, it was fantastic. So there is producers from technical producers from the aforementioned companies. Um, there was technicians in there. There's folks like myself in there, which is kind of like that service these companies as well. So really just kind of like a who's who in Silicon Valley of, uh, of event technology and broadcast. And you mentioned that some of these companies that were there, both on the client side, and on the production side, and some of the people there were, you know, really, we were talking about some of those names were, were really people that we know well as industry leaders in this space. What were people saying both from the stage and in your hallway conversations about the future of digital events in California? So what, that's an interesting question, Tim. Um, a lot of what they're saying is exactly what you and I know and probably our listeners know, right? Digital events, they're here to stay. They're not going anywhere. The basic technology of how to put them together. We, we get all of that. But really what was sort of like, you know, exciting was, you know, the different sort of ways that we can, um, you know, how do I say this? The, the technology that is coming that can make a digital event more engaging. Also some of the strategies that were involved of like, where do you set up your cameras? your talent. If, if I'm on stage and this is a digital first event, you know, should I be looking right here at the camera or should I be looking away at the audience in person? There's a lot of thought that was going into that. And what is the best practices, you know, for that? And were there any trends or things on the horizon that you heard about that you're looking forward to or, or that are things you're, you're excited about? Oh man. So 
uh, Tim, you know, San Francisco Green Screen is our is basically our broadcast green screen studio that we built. Uh, check it out. If, if, if anyone's in the Bay Area, they want a tour, they want to see what they've done. As a matter of fact, this control room right here connects right to the studio. It's using NDI. It's using all this technology that was on display and talked about at the event. But um, really, one of the questions I had in my head, Tim, is like, do we need to do it anymore? Is our studio even relevant? We just, the paint has just dried on it. It's only two years old. Is it still relevant? And I say this because of the capabilities of AI. And let me tell you, as a, somebody that loves technology, I was absolutely fascinated and can't wait for this technology to come out. And as somebody that owns a green screen studio, I'm thinking, okay, it's time to tear down the walls and make that into a storage space because it just might become relevant. A little tongue in cheek there because these technologies take years to develop and also become to a point where it's going to become, you know, production reliable. But it was very exciting to see, you know, in the demo. But also, Tim, we've seen demos before, you know, sometimes I, creative editing. I think you've got a bit new technology. You do have a great space. I spent a lot of time there with you working out of your space and it's a really cool environment and, and really is, I think an asset to the Bay area's uh, production community. So I commend you for that space you've built. And I think, I think you can hold on to it for a little bit before you bring it. The <laughs> great. Hey guys, hey, the for sale sign, take it down. We're keeping it. <laughs> so we've talked about some of the technologies we're showcase. Who are the presenters that you were most excited to see? And you know, I, I heard there were some pretty big names. You sent me some pictures. And I was like, whoa, they're speaking? Totally. What was that all about? Tim, you, we know we're total nerds, first off, when we get excited about this lineup. And I love it. So, you know, first off, the uh, seeing friends on stage and speak to it. Like, here's a picture. And Mikey, good, good, dear friend of mine. Uh, I've known him for, gosh, years, if not decades. Great seeing him talk on stage. Really agreed with what he said. And, you know, just listening to what his uh, strategy was during the pandemic and how he transitioned, what he was doing. A lot of it, you know, was similar to what we were doing here. So it felt very reaffirming as well. Um, totally geeked out. Met the H, Tim. This is a moment I'm going to brag here. Met the H of B&H nice guy. They've taken so much of my money um, in the best possible way. Uh, but they're a fantastic store. And to meet the, the guy of H who flew from New York to come to this summit, you know, just really is a testament to just how important what we're doing here is to essentially the industry as a whole. Uh, really nice guy. Great conversation. He's investing in community outreach. And Tim, I thought about us too, because that's what you and I are doing right now. We're investing into the community. We're giving back. We're sharing our knowledge and our experience. And that's what brought them. So uh, keep up your good work, Tim. This yeah, is what right. uh, giving back looks like. And did you get any ideas for things that we should be talking more about on the show? You know, uh, I think we're on the right track, you know, but hey, viewer right now, leave a comment here. What do you think? Are we on the right track? Or, or are we talking about what you want to? We respond to this feedback. This, by the way, is an interactive show. We love those comments. We, we, we look, we look at Tim. Do we look, read, we respond, we change course. Yeah. Yeah. And we've gotten some comments from other viewers saying, Hey, you left something out. So if we've missed something, if we're not covering what you want to hear about, tell us. Um, well, speaking of which, Tim, I left out, of course, <laughs> the, as I refer to him in my LinkedIn post, the goat of the engineer. This is, you know, for our generation, sort of the, 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 the top of the mecca of engineering, 
could not be a more humble gentleman. Steve Wozniak was absolutely fantastic. If by for the for the two viewers that that name does not ring a bell, co-founder of Apple. Yes, that's right. Steve Jobs actually, if he wrote code at all, it was minimal. I think he didn't even write code, but he was a fantastic salesman. Steve Wozniak was the one was the brainchild, and hearing his origin story was absolutely amazing. Tim, I am a little embarrassed of my childhood now, considering what he put together in his childhood. So I was surprised though, to be honest, why was he talking at this show, at this event? Because you know we're not engineers that look into coding. Why would he be there? Uh, I learned he's part of SEMTI. SEMTI is the, the, the broadcast standard for, for video transmission. Am I saying that correctly? For Yeah, the, the uh, Society of Motion Picture and Television Engineers is SEMTI. It's a standards body that defines the underlying technologies of television broadly, right? And, and what motion picture, uh, the, the technologies that motion picture is based on. So things like SDI and things like, you mentioned simply 2110 this digital you know media standard are, are are defined by this body and really they're focused on engineering for broadcast for for movies for tv for internet how do you get video from here to there how do you you know agree on that you know these different manufacturers equipment all all talk the same language and so it's really interesting to hear that Steve Wozniak is is working with Simpty because obviously there's that huge engineering acumen there did, did you get a sense of what he was developing for Simpty for Simpty I mean working I think I think he's still potentially working but he worked on and the technology that I'm not going to do it justice so you know do a Google search of, of what it was that he did and his contribution, but it was basically the fabric of how we use it. He, it was such a key component. So thank you, Steve Wozniak, for your contribution to, to broadcast back in the day. He went into a great story about, um, VCRs. He went into a great story about how he connected his computers to, to tube TVs and turned it into a computer monitor. I mean, unbelievable. I think this is all before he was 18 if you can believe that or not, but also talked about how he was, um, how he gave back to the community after he uh, left Apple. And I think he became like a teacher, essentially, if you could believe that, taught fifth graders. He's a passionate man about education. And what's really key, a big takeaway is if somebody wants to learn it, they're going to learn it. Your job, my job is to make it entertaining mm. and give them that spark. And then from there, if there's an interest, they'll find a way to learn, especially in today's environment. I think that's a good lesson for us because I think, you know, I per personally get bogged down in the details and trying to convey so much information on, on this show, this podcast. And, and I think, you know, the reminder that, you know, we're, we're only sharing nuggets of information here. And, when, and yeah. we encourage our viewers, if you're really interested, um, you know, dig deeper and certainly reach out to us if you have questions. But there's so many resources, both on the Internet, on Correct. YouTube, podcasts, you know, the standards bodies, all published documentation. You can like download the PDF of the Assembly standards. And, and so it's really, you know, if you're interested in understanding how these technologies work, there's so much information out there. And, and it, it's what makes all of us better, makes the industry better when we all, you know, deep dive on something and, and really get a sense of where we're going, whether that's, yeah. you know, on our own online or at these collaborative conferences where folks are really coming together to share that knowledge. And, you know, that's really what it is, the industry coming together. And this was one of the smaller runs, right? We, we go to NAB where there's tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand people that come. 
So to be in a room with only 500 of your peers is really a great opportunity. Um, if there's not an organization like this where, where you listener are, are, are watching this, uh, you know, organize one. Be that conduit that brings these events together. Because let me tell you, um, the hallway conversations that I had were absolutely fantastic. The conversations, one of the big conversations on stage that really intrigued me was um, VR, right? So, mm. you know, tongue in cheek, we're going to close up shop. We're not closing up shop in our green screens. As a matter of fact, we're going to double down on our investments. And one of those is around VR. It's, a, it's an emerging technology that it excites me. The challenges around it are, you know, immense and complex. So having industry leaders there was great. Made a lot of new friends, got phone numbers, uh, got emails, and I'm going to follow up with them and pick their brains as those that are coming into our industry should do for folks like you and I or whoever is around your local area. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we certainly invite folks to reach out to us in the comments or email. You know, we're always happy to chat. Now, this event, um, you know, it was about video broadcasting. Um, so how was the live stream? Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Did you say um, live, live stream? There was clearly a live stream of this event about live streaming, right? <laughs> this is one of these, um, oh, bless their hearts, one of their events where do as we say, not as we do. So listen, the org it was a free event to go to. Let's we're gonna cut them a pass. Eight, no live stream, which is ironic. Hey, I tell you what, uh, you know, give us a call. Let's coordinate. Let's figure out a plan. We're live streaming pros. Bring us in there. We'll help you out. We have the technology to do it. Uh, let us work together. No live stream, Tim, at all. It's, it's really hard to believe, you know, and essentially, I think they had like pocket cinema cameras in the back, in the back with a beautiful glass, and I'm sure it's going to be a really nice recording, but essentially, it was two posts, which the irony was not lost on a lot of people that we're talking about state-of-the-art video transmission in nanoseconds, and um, I think that the video is going to be uploaded in, you know, three to six weeks. Well, <laughs> certainly fun. Um, you know, you talk about, you know, this uh, live stream or lack thereof, but it brings me to the question of, you know, obviously we do events, everyone at this event, it, you know, does live streaming. What is the experience we're trying to give our audiences and, and why, you know, was this an in-person only event effectively? And, and what are some other examples of how, you know, the times we would want to do that versus really make things online? And it really made me think about that point, Tim. That was a really good point because you and I, this is our space where we communicate, where our business is essentially to communicate with folks. Do we do it digitally first? Do we talk in the camera only or do we do event AV? We blur these lines every single day. But when is it the right time that we advise our clients of when it becomes in-person only, when it becomes virtual, like maybe save some money. You don't need all these cameras. Are you really going to get the value out of that? I've, I've talked clients out of camera saying, you know, really, I don't think that this is going to help you show. I hear the result that you want. You're not going to get it by adding a camera over here or adding another switcher. You know, you have to really think about it, Tim, right? If you think about like some of the premier NFL games, right? The playoffs, the Super Bowl, folks are paying $3,000, $5,000 a ticket, if not more, to go to the game. They know that watching it is not going to be that great. They know that the experience is going to be fantastic. So really, like, I think at the end of the day, and this is how we communicate to our clients, is what is that experience you're going for? Is it something technical? Is it, um, are you updating your code? Are you doing potentially a product release? Can we do this video for the masses, right? For your 100,000, your million people, 
And then can you do a smaller in-person and just invite sort of like, you know, the core people and you could potentially make it expensive so you can offer them a fantastic experience. So really, what is that right one? Is it one? Is it the other? You know, there's no wrong way. Hybrid's not going anywhere, right, Tim? You know, we thought we were going to close up all of our Zoom stations. They're still around. And I think that's key, Tim, that thinking about that experience that each audience has, that those are distinct experiences. You really have to yeah. design your event and and really consider that experience for both your in-person and online audiences at the same time. I hear Correct. from peers in the industry that a lot of folks in positions like ours are feeling worn out from hybrid events. They're feeling like, you know, it, sometimes it's not worth it. And I think, or that it's a lot of work sometimes. And I think that, you know, when we talk with each other, when we talk with our friends and colleagues, when we talk to clients, we're helping them understand and decide when it is worth it and when it's not. And I think that the key is it is work. And certainly I think that's yes. your and my job is to do that work and help our clients, you know, understand those needs and, 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 and to be successful. But I think that really understanding that, the work that we're putting in is in service of that audience experience. And that's why yeah. we're doing it. It's not frivolous. And what's funny is we've talked about this before is essentially a hybrid or a virtual event is really just a broadcast event. So almost bringing this all together, you know, what SVG brought together, essentially being a broadcast first and bringing it into an event technology, right? That's essentially what we've been talking about. So Maybe it does make sense. And I'm really glad that they brought it together, brought uh, a lot of thought leaders, some of the industry experts, great producers. Uh, Tim, try to be free. I would love to have you sit next to me so we could talk and we could, you know, it was great tweeting with you, but let's do it in person next year. I'll be there in person. We'll sit in that audience and really combine TV and events. Love it. Love it. Cool. Well, so, I mean, that's pretty much the experience in a nutshell. Make sure that, you know, if there's an event happening in your area, I strongly encourage you to go, you know, ask questions, network. We keep, this is something I think we talk about on every show. Networking is the best business asset that you can, uh, you can nurture. So it's a great way to do it. So Tim, with that, I mean, anything else? Any closing thoughts here? I think we're all set. Thank you so much for telling me about that. And, and like I said, bummed I couldn't pleasure. make it, but I appreciate living vicariously through you. With that, I'm Tim Kerbavas. Well, Tim, do we want to talk about people? I know you're in a, in a rush to get out of here, but, you know, we got the comments. We, you know, people messaging us. We should tell them to, to, you know, we answer the, the comments. and the... We do. We do answer comments. We do answer comments. We, we answer questions by email. You can reach us at uh, Tim's, T-I-M-S, at just one tim just and tim one. just one s tim is at tim and tim um send us an email reach out to us if you have questions or need help with a project need us to answer some questions leave a comment if you want us to cover our topics. at the end of the day happy yeah. to be there happy to be a part of your network and really understand you know helping you um, work on your projects and, and connect you to our broader network as well we have lots of folks in in connections in lots of places and we're always happy to help uh you know folks make those connections well said, Tim. Well said. With that, my name is Tim K. And I'm Tim Grabavas. And we and talk. And we talk, Tim, together. <laughs> together. We, we're clearly not practicing enough. All right, folks. See you next time.